Hey, welcome back to the closet gaze. What's up? Uh, if you're here, what's up? And if you're new here, hey, what's up? How's it going? Um, so I was gonna do a singing episode today where I just sing copyrighted music because I can. And then my throat hurts. So we're not gonna do that today. <laughs> um, so if I sound a little rank right now, that's why. Anyway, today we're gonna be talking about pretty much trans topics. So body dysmorphia, transitioning process, how to be there emotionally for someone transitioning and self-expression versus self, um, self-expression versus self-identification. So let's get right into it. I just clapped and that was the weakest clap ever. Let's do that again. Before we start this episode, I'd also like to mention that this episode is going to have a lot of cursing. I know I probably inserted the the clip of me saying that this video is going to include cursing in the beginning, but I'd just like to reiterate that there will be cursing and this might also be a trigger warning. So let's get into it. First, let's talk about body dysmorphia. So for the longest time, I thought it was called body dysphoria. It's dysmorphia. Um, the definition of dysmorphia is a feeling of discomfort um, towards an area of your body. So trans boys will likely have it on their um, genitalia. Trans girls will also have it on their genitalia. Um, but some people just have body dysmorphia on their stomach or on their teeth or whatever. I have just body body dysmorphia um, on my teeth and on my body. So that's epic. Trans boys and girls, if you're listening, we stand. We love you. Thank you for being here. Um, so I'll give you a little tidbit into my body dysmorphia. I've had it since I was a kid. Um, in like fourth grade, we had like just moved to this new house and I couldn't look at my body in the mirror. I was looking at the body and it just didn't look like me because, and I had to cover up my genitalia because I was just so distraught over it. And I did not appreciate that. Um, so I would cover it anytime I looked in the mirror and I trained myself and my eyes to look anywhere else except for there because I just hated looking at it. Um, so, you know, now I don't have to cover myself up, but I never look at myself and think, wow, that's a whole woman right there, you know? (laughs) Um... A lot of people have body dysmorphia and it's all at like different degrees. So some people have really bad body dysmorphia. Some people don't have that bad of body dysmorphia. It's all about the person. Let's get into the process of transitioning. As a trans person, you have to go to a therapist in order to get um, H- HRT, HTR, hormone, 
HRT. Um, HRT is hormone replacement therapy. So for trans people, it would um, stop the estrogen and start inserting testosterone into your bloodstream in order to sort of get that out there. Um, so you would start growing hair, like facial hair. For trans women, it's also called HRT, but it is a hormone that stops growing beard hair and starts growing breasticles. Um, some trans boys will get top surgery, so they will cut off their nips and then they'll take the little sack out and then they'll just close up the nip again. I think that's how that works, but I'm afraid to look it up because, you know, the images tab is always fucked. Uh, <laughs> some trans boys and girls might also get bottom surgery where essentially they will just kind of for um, trans girls they're just kind of gonna cut off the wing and they're gonna stick it inside sounds disgusting is disgusting to look at for the first three days and then it looks normal I think again this is not official because I am 15 and I am scared to look this up. This is all I know from my friend, Winter. Hi, Winter. How are you doing? Um, so, yes. <sighs> Let's get into self-expression versus self-identification. So self-expression and self-identification are so different. So self-expression is the way you express yourself. So... Um, the clothing that you wear, the type of makeup you use, the what your room looks like, that's all self-expression. Self-identification is your pronouns. He, him, she, her, they, them. Um, it. <laughs> um, so, we use that, and we vibe. Um, and I had seen... A little boy who has autism, I don't know if that's important, but whatever, who hated wearing boy clothes. He loves wearing dresses. His name is Evan. I found him on TikTok. We stan. His name is Evan and he wears dresses. He's like seven years old and his parents let him wear dresses. Love that. That is the tea. He wears bows and he wears little dresses and he's not old enough to identify to identify what he is. He can barely speak already, you know, but he's a boy who likes wearing dresses. And I think that that's amazing. That is self-expression. His self-identification right now is a happy child. <sighs> okay, sorry, that was a rant. I love Evan with all of my heart. He's such a sweet boy. Um. And just a boy who likes to wear dresses. It's not that big a deal. And I don't really understand why tons of boys just like don't wear dresses when they want to. And when someone wears a dress, they're like, drag queen or something like that. One, drag queens are hot, so get out. Two, whoever said that boys can't wear dresses? They make boy dresses out there. Have you ever seen a Scottish? Based on our genitalia, it would make more sense for women to wear shorts and for men to wear skirts. 
but hmm, America is stupid. So whatever, let's vibe with it. It's fine. Um, so last topic we're going to cover is how to be there emotionally for someone transitioning. So for someone transitioning, it can be a really, really tough process to transition and all of that, you know, all of that. And it encompasses so much. Um, so really to be there emotionally for someone, you just need to be there. You need to be supportive of who they are. If they identify as male and you originally knew them as female, try your very best to use their correct pronouns if they started off female and now identify as... Wait, did I just say that? Huh, sorry. But you you get the point. Support them. Be there when they need you. If you can't be there in person, be there over Zoom or whatever the frick. Surgery can be a scary thing. Surgery is, there's a very small chance of dying, but it happens. And so to be there someone emotionally for, who's going through something like that, you need to just, don't tell them it's gonna be okay. That does not rest someone's fear. It makes it worse. Tell them that, like, it's okay to be scared. It's terrifying. It's, it's okay to be scared like that. Let them know that you're scared too. But also reassure them that whatever happens, they'll die being who they are or live being who they are. They will be the happiest person after they get out of that surgery. So, sorry this was such a short and kind of dark episode. Um, I just wanted to get this stuff off my mind. Um, And I can't sing right now because sore throat, I might have the Rona. So, I love you all. Get out of the closet, go do something productive, and just live and love happy. Support protests and donate. Love you.